This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hello again. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast, uh, episode two of Katie's Season. And who better to break down Katie's Season than our own Katie? Welcome back, Katie. How are you? Not as exciting as the real Katie, but I'll take it. Well, I don't know about exciting. I mean, you're maybe um, a little dealing yeah, with a little less the wrong word. <laughs> a little less drama this week in your life than in in the other Katie's life. Most of it had nothing to do with Katie herself, but I imagine eventually we'll get to that. And uh, you know, I think we should sort of start where uh, the show started, which was Katie's first ever group date making sure people are here for the right reasons. We, if you were doing the drinking game last night, you are probably still drunk. Yeah. You are not awake yet. (laughs) No, there was a lot of that. And you knew they weren't going to wait long before doing a sex based date. And they didn't, they literally started it all off with um, putting people on stage to explain why they would be the greatest lover ever. And they definitely didn't wait in, adding Mike P into this date either. Poor guy. You know, at least he, he knew, like he knew it, it was going to be a challenging time. He said, but I don't think he was expecting like literally right out the gates, like first date you're on it. It's all about sex. He was not prepared. I think he needed a few more weeks to mentally prepare for what was about to happen. Yeah. And a lot of people happy to, with the word to use wordplay, Mike, I think did it unintentionally when, you know, didn't think it would come this quick. And I'm like, oh, buddy. He was walking right into them. Oh, you're just, you don't need to help him out any more than, than you already are. And listen, I don't know how else he could have handled it. I mean, I guess he could have pulled her aside, not on stage and just yeah. told her. But I thought that's where it was going. I thought, um, you know, when they had that time to come up with what they're, they were going to do on stage. I thought he was going to pull her aside and just be like, I'm uncomfortable. This is my situation. I'm still going to do this exercise, but this is where I'm at. And this is why I kept writing question marks on all my whiteboards. (laughs) And I think he addressed it as well as he could, you know, without actually just saying, Hey, I'm a virgin. I mean, he said that, but didn't say it that way. I think he, the fact that he added together very well. Yeah. He added some, unexpected nuance he said you know went out about it more than just one way of finding that intimacy and if anything it probably bought him a few more weeks because 
you know, as somebody as sex positive as Katie and not that she would ever shame him or anyone, but I think it can be a little much to take the opposite way of like, Oh, I'm all yeah, here would, talking about sex positivity and you're a virgin at 31. Like it's a very yeah, different and approach. It would not be a good look if like after this, <laughs> after this bomb, he dropped. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like he definitely, I mean, there definitely seems to be a connection. Definitely after I thought he did a great speech on stage. I think they do actually have a connection. It looks like, but if she was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Like you have to go. Like it would definitely look and seem like that was the reason why she did take the easy way out though, because she ended up, we'll get back to the quote unquote star of this performance, but she ends up giving him the trophy. So like he won the greatest lover of all time award, which is a whole nother issue. but that didn't give him a rose. He still could very well be sent home whenever we finally get to a rose ceremony. Right. I thought it would automatically include the rose, like, or else he'd get the trophy. And then as soon as they're together alone, he would get the rose, but there was no guarantee. All you're stuck with is a plastic trophy. Yeah. So a little bit of an easy way out for Katie, but I think that we need to talk about the person that ended up clearly wanting to be a star and wanting to be the star of this season. And he uses the idea that other people are here only because they want to be famous as a way to try to hide the fact that he's only there because he wants to be famous. And that is Carl. And we should have probably known when he basically leads off by saying like, uh, I don't want anything to do with any drama. You know, I always yeah. want to avoid drama. I'm like, well, we know who usually says that's like that. the classic foreshadowing right there. Like, and you knew it was coming. I didn't know it. W- it would be this soon. I feel like this episode like brought out all the usual not here for the right reasons, like here for the fame, fights between people that knew each other. Like, what's gonna happen? What are they gonna use the rest of the season? Like, they're pulling out all these this usual drama in episode two. I mean, they have to have something up their sleeves for the rest of the season, I guess. And Carl seems like he almost, I don't know if he so much watches the seasons as maybe like either just read some cliff notes or someone gave him like, Hey, let me give you the five minute intro to what the seasons are like, because he was using all of these bachelor bachelorette buzzwords. Yeah. And he definitely did research. If, if he didn't, if he wasn't a big super fan of this show, I think he did lots of research before coming on here. And in his, you know, one-on-one or in the moment, whatever you want to call it, it's just, you know, talking about how, you know, oh, I'm, I locked down deals and so I'm going to lock this down. And he clearly is just approaching it like it's a game. And I mean, I guess in certain ways, it is because it is a competition. Yeah, but no one likes when it's compared to a game. But I mean, he even called it like the Hunger Games. <laughs> he literally called it the game. <laughs> um, he was like, he kept saying, um, "Yeah, back in the game, competition, Hunger Games." Like, talk about someone there for for attention and fame. You're yeah. not there for love. <laughs> and he just, for some reason, I don't know why, because his, his presentation was all over the place and just went on and on. And, you know, you know, taking the, the cut out of her and. Yeah. It's too aggressive. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Just a little too extra. Yeah. And then for him. I think him she to, felt that way too. Yeah. I think she was kind of taken aback. Like, 
what like what do you what are you doing with a cutout of me? Like that's weird. Yeah, if you did that to the cutout with a banana, what do you no 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 no? Let's let's move. I move think on. I'll pass. Thanks. And somehow he still thought like, oh, I've got this locked down. Like I'm gonna get the rose for this group. Um, and then it goes to Thomas, which was a little bit of out of left field because really he just sat down and was like, Oh, we have such a connection. Let's make out and pulls her up on his, his lap. And then that apparently is enough. For the by, the way, here's, by the way, here's a rose. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think we should talk, not that I want to talk about it, but Connor B on this date with his, um, coming back out with all the musical instruments, making his songs, of course. Um, And then wanting to redo, like, basically redo their first kiss without the cat costume. Um, But I don't know if you saw the way he held her head, because it's also all over, like, social media and stuff. Well, because he... But it was so awkward, he, like... He went out of his way to specifically say... Hey, uh, remember when I I touched your your face and I understand or your head and I understand it was it was more talking about the pause. Yeah, but, but he still did the same thing. He immediately went right to the side of the head to paw at her head. Yeah, he had both he had both hands just like on either side, like her whole head was in his hands, not Ear not muffs. on the face, not on the face, like. Yeah, earmuffs. Like, it, oh, no. I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Can you remove your hands from my head, please? She seemed to be into it, though. I don't, I don't know if she, like, fully noticed. <laughs> I don't know. She has this weird thing for this this cat thing. I think she wanted the costume back. Well, I don't know. It just how he goes from being, quote, unquote, aware enough to think, oh, I've just got my paw on your head. But then seemingly he was only thinking about, well, it wasn't the fact that I was earmuffing you. It was that I was earmuffing you with cat paws, but that otherwise it's totally cool and okay. <laughs> the whole situation is just awkward. And I guess because these crazy- men are. Yeah, well, well, that's beyond the, uh, anything. But I, I mean, maybe just because he's crazy cat guy, he can get a little bit more rope? I don't know. I don't know, but do you want to be known as that? (laughs) (laughs) It just, I couldn't imagine specifically pointing that out and then being like, just grab your head head again. This is great. What's good? What could be wrong with this? (laughs) So romantic. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't like it. (laughs) One, maybe get the pause back and you would have gotten the, the group date rose. Um, <laughs> she would have pulled a Claire and just ended it right there. <laughs> which she, which she did do. She, she did f- have her first, like, no, you're going home right this minute. Yeah. Which True. again, getting a lot of these things out of the way early on, establishing yep. that you know, she's in charge. Yeah. Um, even though that ends up getting a little bit, taken away from her, but um, I think we need to, we'll tackle all that at the end. Um, so Thomas gets the rose, Carl's pissed, and he says, I'm going to have to fix this at the cocktail party to get back to what we were saying. We're going to have to dress at the end. 
he clearly at that point started, okay, I have to jump ahead to some of these notes that I made of what I need to do. Yeah. What am uh, I going to do? What am I going to do now? Yes. And, um, in between that, while he was at home scheming of which bachelor villain cliche he was going to pull out, um, we get a one-on-one and shockingly, and I, I, I mean that literally in my case, shockingly, it went to Greg. And I mean, it's one thing to give someone a first impression rose to put sort yep. of a, a bullseye on their back, but then to immediately give them the first one-on-one date. Yeah, there's definitely some strong connection there. Definitely. Um, and you can see it too. It's not like one of those random, like, why would you choose you know, this guy um, for one-on-one so early. But, I I mean, he's definitely a front-runner, for sure. Um, did a nice... I, I mean, we haven't seen any um, original date ideas yet in this episode. Hopefully, we start to get those back a little bit. Um, but, you know, they did the campsite, and it had a meeting for, meaning for both of them with the, both of their dads passing. They had a connection to camping and fishing, with that. Um, so I thought it was a great date. They both opened up. There's definitely a connection there and I'm sure he's going to be here for a while. And do you think that if this were Claire, uh, you know, you mentioned her before, um, would they already be engaged? Um, I don't think yet. I think the whole Claire, I mean, that's a whole nother issue (laughs) just of her and her personality. But I, with Claire, like she had that time to look these people. That's up. true. So I think she, she went into the competition knowing that she liked everything she found about Dale, and that's who she was going to keep her her eyes on. And she didn't really ex- get to explore any other men because in her mind she was like I know all this stuff about this guy this is who I'm going with we're going to be engaged and go on and off for 15 years (laughs) but um with Katie like she didn't get to to my knowledge didn't get to look up these these guys because everything happened so quickly um but I definitely see him going far but I think the whole the whole thing with Claire looking up the contestants um, I think that's what led to not saying she wouldn't have done it faster um, <laughs> without that because she there she seemed to have that connection with them. But a big part, I think, was playing was looking up these guys before because of the whole quarantine issue. Yeah. And we've seen that with Claire before, obviously acting a little rash when it comes to uh, proposals and relationships so that also was sort of on brand for her but you know i was watching these two and i'm thinking you know they seem sort of like the perfect fit and i don't know that i ever really felt that way um watching claire because like they were fine together and they certainly had chemistry for days um and literally on vacation like how can you not be you know, in a good mood when you're on vacation, I guess, and you're not in the real world with this. And it's easy to just, oh, I found all this stuff out about Dale. This is who I want to be with. We're in this resort, blah, blah, blah. I think there were a lot of factors that went into that 
whole Claire and Dale situation. Right. And you had, you know, with Katie and Greg, you know, the fact that they were on this, this date that had that immediate connection Mm -hmm. of him being like, well, my number one memory of my father's being woken up to go fishing. I'm like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, I understand the producers are good at their jobs, but geez. (laughs) And the fact that they basically kissed on a toilet and (laughs) they still had a great time. I'm like, they kept like one thing after another where you're like, these two. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how many other guys are going to be able to compete with that. Obviously we're only two episodes in, but to see that like everything they did when it could be super awkward. And then we're like, no, it worked. Like he can't pitch a tent. Ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. Like, no, we're all good. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there was there were no awkward silences, like it was just it was just a good date. Yeah. And you know, then they they have the, the even deeper conversation at dinner and sort of shockingly he gets the rose, but I thought it was hilarious that they cut to the guys and be like, "Oh, I don't know, like be bad sign if he comes back You're with the rose." Trouble. I don't know. And then the fireworks are going off. I'm like, "Guys, think you got the rose classic producer move doing the doing the fireworks right near the guy's house yeah and you know that the you know whoever the main house producer came and be like okay guys now talk about how you'd feel if greg had a rose and then they're like okay they're talking about it you can let the fireworks off now yeah. <laughs> and, light them up <laughs> right, and I'm still, I think, waiting for, and it probably won't be Katie because she seems to be um, probably too nice for this. But I'm waiting for the first person to send someone home and still be like, "No, you guys are, you're setting these off. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she I goes back. <laughs> then the girl comes back instead of the guy and says, "Yeah, those fireworks were because I sent him packing. I'm serious. No screwing around." Yeah. I wanted to see a fireworks show. <laughs> <laughs> we're so, gonna see. Listen, we're only two episodes in, but it's hard not to see Greg as the, the the favorite here. Obviously, we'll see how other guys do if they if other guys do get one on ones, or if she's just like, nah, we're just gonna have Greg do all the one on ones here on out. Yeah. Um, and the fireworks led us into group date number two, which had plenty of fireworks themselves. Uh, as the new weird voiceover guy would say. <laughs> Classic Bachelorette. Date you know, right here. it really wasn't. I don't know how many times we need to have guys get physical with each other before, like, you know, we've had broken bones and torn things and busted eyes. I, I mean, how often do these people need to be beating up on each other before we find because something else. Because the Bachelorette else. audience just want to see half-naked men rolling around in dirt hurting each other. Yeah, and the half-naked part I get, and even like the mud or, or whatever else you want to use, jello yeah, or pudding. Yeah, could have been a different or... competition probably that involved mud and no shirts, but got to go with wrestling in, with, in hopes of having an ambulance show up. And <laughs> The whole thing clearly was just so we could see Aaron and Cody and use that as sort of the jumping off point for, I think was supposed to be the only drama of the night. And I I don't even think 
the people who put this together thought this was going to light a much longer fuse yeah. to, again, no, we're getting so. there. But I think they thought it would be much of a more short-term thing yeah. with, with Cody and Aaron. But they got a whole lot more than they ever anticipated. Yeah. Well, it, I'm just glad that, like, this happened in this episode and we didn't have to wait. Because those, Aaron and Cody, were the random ones from last week, in case you didn't know, that... um started randomly fighting at the at the welcome party um that had literally everyone confused like why did they drop this in right here um but we did find out that they knew each other um they're they knew each other from back home um obviously the tension they couldn't hide the tension because katie realized it right away tasia and caitlin realized that there was no eye contact during the fight because they were paired to fight obviously um and yeah these guys just don't like each other <laughs> um aaron is aaron called cody malicious and he's basically not here for the right reasons um aaron wins so she gets to sit down he gets to sit down and talk to katie um about this tension with cody and Katie realizes they know each other. Um, so I honestly, I think if, if it was the other way around, like if Cody won and, and said the stuff about Aaron, Aaron would have been the one going home. Like, I don't think it was just because it was Cody. I think it's what she heard from Aaron. Because right. um, she, I mean, jumping ahead a little bit, like she didn't really hear like hear too much of the situation. She was just like, oh, okay. Yep. Not here for the right reason. All right. Bye. I think I probably would have honestly just sent both of them home because it's unnecessary drama. Um, but I don't know. How, I think she didn't stop and think too much about just sending Cody home. No, it was definitely, listen, we need to select a winner. Oh, Hey, there's clearly this drama between these two. Just pick one of them as the winner so that the one-on-one -on -one time can just be talking about the drama about between that. the two of them because it's like, Oh, you win this extra time with Katie. But immediately she said, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what was going on with you two? It wasn't like a, Hey, let's get to know each other or that was cool or anything. Just so you got a little something going on with you two, huh? We could tell. Yeah. And yeah, it was definitely that's cause that is, I mean, unless it was editing, but that's exactly what she just, she just went right to it. Um, and then Aaron kind of just opened up all this stuff about Cody and set her off a little bit. I will say that I'm with you. I would have, I would have brought them both together and had them look, sort of go at it for a minute and be like, yeah, I don't have time for either of this. So mm -hmm. goodbye. But yeah. I do think Aaron sounded more believable where Cody, I got what she was picking up where it was like, he didn't deny it really. Like he did, yeah, but he, he didn't. Yeah. And he, he wasn't defensive either, like at all. Um, so I definitely see it, it was a red flag, but I don't know. I, I think I still probably would have gone with both of them, but I, I mean, I guess after talking and hearing Cody, I think Cody was the right one to go home. Um, but I just wonder if it would have been different if Cody had won 
and he he had that chance to kind of talk about you know already knowing Aaron and stuff like that I wonder if it would have been different yeah because he could have set the narrative at that point because whoever whoever gets that first time to talk about it they set the story and then the other one has to try to defuse it Um, right now like was Aaron not here for the right reason and is he malicious and all this stuff on social media like we we don't know because Cody left, but I think it would have been different. Because Cody has a chance then to say, and who knows what he would have said, but at least he gets to say, he, he gets to lay, lay the groundwork of, okay, no, maybe it's not social media. Maybe we're talking about an ex-girlfriend or maybe we're talking about whatever. Right. He gets to decide what the, the talking points are going to be. And in this case, Aaron did a really good job of mm-hmm. laying things down and Cody just didn't have great response to it. And I'm with Katie there in that if somebody accuses me of that, I, it would have been a lot more of, well, uh, that's just not accurate. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know where that's coming from. Like, yeah. Do you, buddy, do you really not? not? <laughs> yeah. Like that's not great. Yeah. And, and even when he, he did his one-on-one and is like, I am so heated. I want to scream right now. I am so upset. Yeah, you know, like, there's just no emotion behind his speaking. (laughs) Yeah, because there's obviously, you can have too much of that, as we've seen over the years. Mm -hmm. But I think you need to have a little bit more fire when something like that happens, if it's, if it's wrong, if if the person is lying. I think, I don't think you need to throw a chair through a window. But I think you can be a whole lot more upset about it than just like, I am so heated, I am going to yell. Yeah, and if like if you're really if you really want to stay and be there for her, like you definitely should have put up more of a fight. But he was just like, "All right, bye." Well, and even when he like he she goes, literally said, "I think it's best if you leave tonight," and he goes, "Okay, okay sure." <laughs> and even when he went to go talk to Aaron, he yeah he didn't really deny it so much. He was just like, "She wouldn't know if you didn't say." This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Something about it. like Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. So you're not denying any of it so much. I wanted to go home, but it is curious to see if if it would have played out differently. Absolutely. But we won't know. (laughs) We won't. But I think, yeah, I think we got lucky in that respect. But I don't, I also don't think Aaron, again, we're two episodes in here, but... I don't know that Aaron yeah. really did himself any favors throughout this other than I guess getting Cody out who could have caused him some issues. Um, you yeah, know, the I fact guess that they were as a threat. Yeah. 
But other than that, I mean, just being tied to this sort of junk, I don't think is a great jumping off point. Yeah, no. And, you know, she thinks it's over because she says, you know, this is, I'm here for an engagement. And if you're not here for an engagement, you know, I need, I need whatever, blah, 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 you can leave. And that's going to be that cut to, you know, cut to the cocktail party. And Andy's rest, by the way, um, gets the date roast, the group date roast. I don't know if that yeah. totally matters. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a little random. Um, but it, you know, I think she, she wanted to think about it alone when Cody left and Andrew S kind of just got up and followed her <laughs> with a drink and was like, Hey, here, I got you a drink. And then he praised her a bit. She loved it. He, he got the rose. Yeah. I, as soon as he walked the champagne over to her, I actually just wrote it down. I was like, Oh, Andrew yeah. S gets the, gets the rose because it was yeah, just, it was over happened. at that point. Like I just knew it. It was like, okay, I want to be alone, but, but, but I want to buy, buy, I want to be alone. It yeah. means whoever, Brings me champagne first, gets the the group date rose. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, Missed opportunity was, on the other guys. Yeah, and but I, you know, listen, Andrew did the right thing, and uh, I thought he handled himself well. So good for him. But what it leads to is this cocktail party that she thinks it's all over. Like Cody, I sent Cody home, guys, because I only want people here who are you know, here for me and here for the right reasons. And people are getting drunk watching this show because people said right reasons so much during this episode. Um, yeah. And sex Cara, positive. Sex positive. We got a couple of those. Um, and for some reason, Carl chooses episode two to just light this fuse and all have it all that's, go. That's out. what I'm saying. Like, what are they going to do these upcoming upcoming episodes like they're pulling out all these all these stops you know in episode two like we usually get these maybe four five six episode four five six um but episode two and sounds like all these guys are not here for the right reason <laughs> yeah and you know he hears that um that cody had gone home and he's someone else i don't even know who it was but it was like oh you know these are all good dudes here and he decides to say like well we don't know that how many, maybe there are other bad dudes here and ding, the light goes off and yeah. immediately. Okay. And all right, I'm uh, going to find someone. I kind of wish Katie could have sniffed this out a little bit better because for him to go over to her and say like, Oh, you know, not every, I'm hearing things, hearing things, hearing things, don't know things, things, things about things. And there's some people there's it's in the air about, Maybe people are here to be famous. I don't know. It's but in the air. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, but I don't want you to worry. But I'm just telling you. It. It's uh, <laughs> the listen. Worst thing you and say. she's quite literally saying, "Tell me, give me details. Be be the me." Basically, she's saying. Yep. She even said to the the group, "This is a safe space. You can come to me." And all I could think of was her with Matt, and when he told her she told him about the mean girls like so yeah. she's giving them carte blanche you can be a tattletale you can come yeah. talk to me about these things and so when carl does she's begging for details and the fact that he can't even come up with a name or yeah. like hey i'm not gonna sit i don't think he was expecting her to be like all right let's let's hash this <laughs> out like tell me the names and then he was like 
oh, like... Oh, crap. In his mind, he's like, oh, wait, there actually is no one right now. <laughs> like, I was kind of just making it up. Who, who have I talked to? Who is almost kind of maybe made an off Yeah, I can't remember about... any of the names. Pick a name. Oh, crap. Is there is there a Bob? Is there a Bob here? <laughs> Bob, 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 Bob sounds familiar. Someone it was Bob. Me name. Feed me a name. <laughs> Who do you think is here for the wrong reasons? And I'll tell you if they are or not. I'll say yes or no if you give me a name. <laughs> it just... As soon as she she heard this, because she ended up almost... Not quite thanking him, because she did immediately question his motives. But then to go to everyone and be so upset and say, you know... I was told that there were multiple people here that aren't here for me. Like the fact that he couldn't give you a single name. And this isn't like like a a snitches get stitches situation because she made it very clear. Like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) You could tell me. Yeah. It definitely wasn't a, I, you know, you should be worried about if you tell me a name, cause you're going to go home. Cause you told me it was literally the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Stay vigilant, Katie. Okay, I'm going to try, but how about you tell me who to watch out for? No, 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 no. It's cool. Don't worry about it. I just hated how he was like, well, just don't worry about it right now, but I just wanted to let you know. And she said it perfectly. She's like, I don't have a lot of time here with these guys. Like, I need to know. And then that's when he was like, well, it's just people. Guys in the house. Okay, Carl. And... I did think it was right of her, though, to, and whether, you know, ultimately he's trustworthy or not, but she she went to someone she knew would probably be straight with her, and I don't know if it was because he already had a rose or whatever, but it was like, hey, Aaron, come here, we want to talk, like, let's have this chat. And well, she was like, he was kind of shocked. He's like, wait, he was like, wait, why am I in trouble now? <laughs> Although, yeah, he so he didn't have a rose, but he was pretty solid, clearly. Yeah, he's, um, but he was, like, shocked when his name was called. He's like, oh, my God, now what? Like, <laughs> Cody's gone. I thought I was in the clear. Did somebody drop my name? Oh, this is going to be problems. Uh, we're going to go back into the mud. But yeah. uh, the fact that he was very clear that, like, I don't – I'm confident that there's no – like, I have not heard a single thing of yeah. anyone that is – here for the wrong reasons or whatever term you want to use. And I think that gave her a little bit of relief from what was going on and and Mm -hmm. probably immediately clicks to like, Oh, okay. This is just Carl making stuff up. Yeah. That's just Carl being Carl. And he did admit it to the guys that it came from him. Um, and it, Which I, is so weird. Like, I don't understand his, his strategy here. You know... Unless he thinks he's just... He's he's going to be going home soon. And then he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to be memorable. And I'm just going to say it was me and see what happens. I guess. Because yeah. his response to the guys was, I think, even worse than what he said to Katie. Because yeah. they were you have multiple guys screaming like, who is it? And you just have him going back to like, I heard some things. It's not my place to say, but you just said it. So yeah. clearly you thought it was your place to say. And like, everyone's like, who is it? And he's like, if you're asking, you know who you are. <laughs> like, 
that person oh, I'll yeah, let... actually you're right actually i'm not here for the right reasons you're right it's me the person like, knows what? who it is there's stuff in the air they um, can come forward if they want and he i want to let them admit that they're not here for the right reasons and, and then we'll have a name <laughs> wait what and then he also tried to and god i wish he would have done this while she was around but said like oh well she asked me and yeah. like no 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 okay that I never happened no you just decided you wanted to lead with oh, she some asked you after you told her 100 <laughs> percent. and then that's when you're you getting gave, things mixed up you gave zero information about who was there not there for the right reasons we're like so clearly this was 100 percent just made up on the spot yep and yeah. you have the guys who when he sort of melted down near the end um it was just like well this is all for nothing like you clearly heard nothing you saw nothing but you just decided you wanted to just light the fuse and run yep and yeah and i think i think Katie was a little weak in the moment um, with the whole Aaron and Cody situation. And she's like, I think she realized that, oh, it could happen that people are really here for the wrong reasons. Um, and I think, I don't know if Carl sensed that, sensed that weakness, but I think she, she wasn't in the right place to just call Carl out and be like, no, you know what? I think you're making this up. I think you're the one that's, you know, trying to start things, but I don't think her, her mind was in that, in that, the form that was just like looking for, to send someone else home. I think her mind was like, I think that m maybe there are more people in there and, and I need to make it known that these people need to leave if they're not here for me. Yeah. And I think, you know, and they didn't give us anything really in the, the scenes from next week, but yeah. I think, or at least maybe I hope that Carl doesn't even make it to the actual rose ceremony portion of the rose ceremony. I hope she mm -hmm. comes out and it's just like, yeah, You're I don't, <laughs> I don't believe you. And yeah. I've made it clear that if there is anybody here for the, the wrong reasons that they should leave or I will send them home or whatever, like they're not for me. But I know mm -hmm. you're not here for me, and you need to go. Uh, I'm yeah. hoping that's what happens. And with there being so many guys, I'm hoping they don't need one more week of like a producer pick with Carl being that guy because I yeah, think the drop is plentiful. Um, especially if Thomas is did indeed um, talk about wanting to be the Bachelor, I think that will provide plenty of drama, and we'll get to yeah. that in in coming weeks. But yep. I'm. I really hope she just comes out and says goodbye, sir. You Bye, are no longer. <laughs> your services are no longer needed. Yes, please leave. So, because of all that, we were we were deprived of a rose ceremony. I was very excited to see a rose ceremony, and I got. I was too. No rose ceremony. Yeah, I I I was excited, and then I realized how much time was left, and I was like definitely a to be continued one yeah when they started the cocktail hour like we got about 12 minutes like this could happen if she decides she wants to go right yeah. to the rose ceremony which as we saw did not happen so as soon as she started talking I'm like oh man Correct. 
eight episodes without a rose ceremony. First world problems over here. Not good. So we did lose one person even without a rose ceremony. That was Cody. And then Thomas, Greg, and Andrew S. already have roses. So, I mean, at least we covered some roses, even though yeah, there was no rose ceremony. Yeah, we got And, you know, the next week, you know, the house drama continues. Maybe Thomas is the new villain, especially if Carl goes home because guys seem to be turning on him for among other reasons, he mentioned the option Mm -hmm. or the potential of being the next bachelor. Yeah. Which is a big no, no. Correct. That, that came up in previous seasons and you're not supposed to acknowledge the fact that even if it's in your mind, you just never mm -mm. say any of that. (laughs) No, because that that's not part of this journey drink. This is, you're supposed to be here for that person and not the next phase, if you will. So we shall see. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of drama in there today, uh, among these 23 men. Is there anything else that I, I missed there? Um, I don't think so. Whew. That was about it. It oh, was a Carl. lot, but also nothing. Carl, <laughs> I think yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Carl got me all worked up here. Um, so we'll see what happens with Carl, but beyond mm-hmm. that, is there anything else this week that, that our folks need to know about? Yeah, we got a few things, actually. Um, They announced our Bachelor in Paradise hosts um, that will be joining this season. Um, Lance Bass, David Spade. I think we knew David Spade last week when we talked, but um, David Spade, Lil John. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Yeah, I feel like he'll definitely probably be near the bar. Um, (laughs) Titus So, I don't know. It'll, It'll be interesting interesting to see like are they each going to take like an episode or are they going to be in different aspects of like is one going to be the host one going to be kind of I don't know I'm not sure how how they're going to play it out because I mean four four hosts is a lot I think unless they just rotate um but then then you don't really get that continuity I think um so it'll be interesting to see how they pair these hosts together. Yeah. Especially if you, you know, once you're in quarantine and in the bubble, I mean, you're just going to have people take like a week off or you just, right. Like, are, okay, you just David. are you just going to work one day and then you can leave or is it, are yeah. you there for the entire time? Um, it's definitely a variety of, <laughs> of hosts. I like it though. I think it's going to add a little something that, you know, again, pre all this drama with Chris, like he was fine yeah. and he, he was sort of, just what we were so used to. Like we, we were talking about these voiceovers are so weird because we're just so used to hearing Chris's voice. He was right. always just sort of the safety blanket of all of this. Right. But like, the fact that you're going to have, yeah, the fact that you're going to have hosts that just add some extra craziness, which would be a little much, I think for the main bachelor or bachelorette, but for paradise, I think it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they, how they do four different ones, but um, I'm excited to see how it all works out. Um, Jenna Cooper got engaged um, to her baby daddy. Oh, um, okay. Congratulations. Jenna from Jordan's situation. That was a paradise situation. Um, Kayla Quinn got married to her boyfriend. Um, a, one, a once almost bachelorette. Yes. Yep. Once upon a time. Congratulations, once Kayla. Once upon a time. Um, and then a story just came out um, a couple minutes ago, actually, while we were talking. 
Um, oh, it always happens after the fact. This I is know. Good. I'm surprised that it <laughs> that it happened during this. Um, but Carly was rushed to the hospital. Oh no! Um, and with Evan by her side. Oh. Um, we know that they're going through a divorce right now. Um, there's no information on why she's going to the hospital, but um, all all it says is that she's in really rough shape. Um, and she lost her phone, so she he wants her to be the one to update on what's ha- happening with her health. And then um, he also added that it brought back memories of him being in the influence <laughs> bathroom paradise. Um, oh. So there's a little humor there, so I don't think it's too serious. Um, but we're not really sure what's what the cause is right now. Um, and then we have some new bachelor nation babies this week um lauren and chris lane had their baby yeah and a nine pound baby oh my god because i saw the before photos yeah i think there gotta be four babies in there oh my god yeah that um their baby was nine pounds which is so insane god Um, less yeah and then um ari and lauren had their twins and i thought lauren looked with the one baby looked bigger than the, with the twins. Yeah. It, that, yeah. It was Lauren crazy. Lane looked bigger that with the, Oh my Lord. Cause how much, how much did your twins weigh each of them? Um, when they were born. Yeah. Um, one was four, six and one was four, 10. So they're still less than, <laughs> than Lauren's <laughs> one baby. <That's, laughs> so, oh my God. That's insane. But um, uh, they just um, a few hours ago posted pictures of the twins. So I'll repost them on um, our Instagram. But they're adorable. And as much as back and forth history we have with Ari and Lauren, um, the babies are are pretty adorable. Listen. Good luck with twins. So Ari is a tool. But... (laughs) Congratulations, nonetheless, and it's not the baby's fault that their father is a tool. Yeah. So um, they're they're super cute, and um, I'm glad everyone's happy and healthy. But he's still a tool. I think yeah. both both of those things can be true. Yep, I want everyone to be healthy, but he's still a tool. That's yep. that's all there is. Yep, agreed. Oh, that was um, a that's lot. About it. That's all I have. That's all. Oh my god, it's that a was, busy week. That was so much. Well, um, listen. Not a lot happened this week, but there was a lot of drama. And um, I think the quarantine season specifically, we're seeing um, this is more drama than the last two. So I think, or two and a half, if you will. So I think we're, this is good. We're getting a little bit into the, throwing everything against the wall. And it's also only episode two, so. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's going to only go up from here, right? We can hope. <laughs> okay. Well, not a lot of confidence there. Um, that is the the second best Katie, maybe. First best Katie. Do you want to be better than Katie Thurston or second best to Katie Thurston? It's your choice. Um, after this episode, I'll be better. But <laughs> okay. Well, the, our number one Katie, Katie Waite, um, thank you as always. Um, my you. name is Ryan Jones. You can find us uh, across socials at Bachelor Podcast, And we'll see what happens with the drama next week. And we'll see you right here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.